forever. Dog. Space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise. Its continuing mission to explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life and new civilizations, to boldly go where no one has gone before. Okay, how are you? I'm good. I'm good, Alice. How are you? Are you okay? You sound good. I'm having fun, you know. <laughs> yeah, I do now. Um, why? What's going on? I just I'm trying to do my setup, and I don't have a good setup yet. And I had to switch Ooh. everything I was thinking about before this. And so, yeah, that seems like that tracks <laughs> your persona. I'm also thank you. You know what? Thank you. Um, I'm trying to. I'm trying to give you guys a good angle. You know, thanks. Sniffly. There's not really a lot of angles of you that are bad. Thank you, Alice. Thank you. You're welcome. So, You're welcome. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel good. I'm Great. doing my hair Me right too. now. Look. Oh, sick. <gasps> what are you doing to it? Just making it pink. Making now that I can do the things that uh, take two showers to do, you know, like hair treatments yeah. and other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I just showered today and there was a moth in my shower. I was like, you guy, <laughs> you know, and uh, <laughs> obviously he fucking fell because the water came down on him. And I was like, well, you shouldn't have been in the up in the shower, dude. Like, I don't know what to tell you, man. Like. You know, there's a lot going on. <laughs> um, so <laughs> was was did he re- respond to you? Or? You know, he died. Oh. You know, he just died. So, um, so we're gonna bring in our guest now because I feel like it's a it's a good time to talk to her about all this stuff mm-hmm. and uh, more. Um, you may recognize her voice from the three busy Debras and more things and. Uh, She's a frequent guest on Love It or Leave It. I love when she's on uh, her infectious energy, how it infects me. Um, Mitra Jahari, welcome. Hello. 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 I'm so glad we finally got you. <laughs> me too. I approached you in person about doing this podcast. It was an honor. The, fir- the first time I've been approached in person. <laughs> it, I just, you know, because Sam suggested you and I was like, how have we not had her yet? And then I saw your body in person and I was like, there she is. We need to get that body on a podcast. We need to get that pod on the pod. I, this is so my said, first. Hold my calls. I'm at a show. <laughs> this is my first time ever watching Star Trek. It was. Oh, perfect. That was our first question. So great. Oh, great. <laughs> now Easy. we don't have any more questions. That's been our show, guys. And that's the show. Thanks so much for having me, guys. Thank you guys so much for joining us. And the next 25 minutes are going to be ads for Belly Tea. It's so um, nice, like, in quarantine to have any sort of assignment or thing to do. Like, knowing yeah. that I was going to have, when I saw that it was, I was like, I, I didn't even know how long an episode of Star Trek was. And when I saw that it was 45 minutes, I was so relieved because it was like <laughs> 45 minutes when I knew that I would have something to do and oh. something to pay attention to. Are you, so you're not playing Animal Crossing. 
I'm not. I I'm not okay. really a gamer, but my roommate is a big gamer, Patty Harrison, and she. I like. I really love watching her. Mm. So is she playing Animal? Crossing? I do that too. She's not playing Animal Crossing. I'm that person. But she's playing this game. She's playing this game called Death Stranded. That's like mm. really beautifully designed and has like really good actors voicing stuff in it. And I really love watching people play video games that I would be too scared to play. Yeah, on this, my own. Me this too. And I, I can also be like, behind you, bitch. Like I just, <laughs> I just be like. Helping. But then does the person who's playing the video game turn around? <laughs> Sometimes. Depends on the dummy. And then you're like, yo, you fucked me up because I thought you meant like behind me. <laughs> no, people with, who play video games have a uh, distinct quality that where they abstract themselves and it's over. Like you, you can say anything. I don't know. And they mm. won't move. It's weird. I experience hyper focus, yeah. but in only video games. I, I'm playing this game called Animal Crossing, which everybody... Um, who has a switch I think is playing right now and it was just bunny day like it's been I don't know if you've heard about bunny day no. um, it's all over the internet but like basically everybody was playing Animal Crossing and like okay this is how I'm gonna get through the quarantine it's this really pleasant game where you just walk around and catch fish and like say hi to your neighbors who are all adorable critters and then this buck and bunny Wait, named your neighbors Zipper. are critters yeah you you are a villager like a human, but then everybody else in your village on your island is an animal of some kind. Like there's like a lion, an octopus. There's all different ones, foxes, goats, and they're like adorable. And they like walk around. They're like, la, 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 la. <laughs> and then this bunny came and he was like, ha ha, it's bunny day. And so for the next 12 days, instead of catching fish and like getting prizes, all you're going to find are eggs eggs everywhere painted eggs in the trees in the ground in the water everything you're like i'm gonna go catch a fish and it's an egg and everybody is so mean to this bunny like there's all these memes of people like trying to hack it in with an axe and stuff and then i like develop the psychosis about the bunny where i'm like my villager is going out to him and being like hey how's it going like i'm trying to be nice to him and stuff because i feel bad and it's just like oh my god like i can't no escape. With an, I am no so escape. That's like, truly like a nightmare exhausted. within a nightmare. Why are no, you? Like, why are you there? Because people on the internet fucking. How do you end like, up there? Adorable Japanese people are like, be kind to the bunny. He's working so hard, and I'm like, oh my god, he is working so hard. And then like, and he just like he stands there all day, and he just is like, he has this look in his face, like. Emotional labor. Like he's like looking down. Yeah. Fantasy. I know. Yes. Yes. I'm like, <laughs> and now he's finally gone. Like, Bunny Day is done. This is the end of the last day. So I just like signed on, did all the tasks, and then left. And I'm like, when is this over, Alice? When is this? When is this <laughs> today? Okay. Today, You're almost... Today's the last day. <laughs> the national yeah, nightmare. I'm never going to think about I it can't... again. It is a national nightmare. Like, I got so mad about it midweek. I can't believe this oh is what God. it's happening with your mind tortured yeah you're tortured you just ended up in the same <laughs> corner you do, that you are i don't know if you're like this but like if all you have to do is put like a face on something like two eyes and a little smiley and i'll be like oh it's a person and then i start feeling bad and i can't throw it away it's really bad it's like i can't i like hate it i hate things like danny has this joke about how like toy story is really bad because it makes you feel like your objects have an interior life yeah, it's like ridiculous. Like, look at that. You know, what is this? There's like, I hate stuffed animals. I hate when I go to a store and there's like a hundred stuffed animals lined up because I'm like, you're all 
trash and you're going to end up in this like in this landfill with this like sad face it's like with an eye just dangling happy. it's just so fucked up um Ugh. have you seen those cars that have a bunch of stuff <laughs> <laughs> life is so long that's what uh, my best friend's mom always says she's like oh life is so long i life is so long <laughs> every day i wake up and then a minute later i'm going to bed and it's Like the the exhaustion of doing nothing every single day is like the fatigue that I feel. I slept 12 hours last night and I didn't do anything all day yesterday. I have no idea what happened yesterday, but I needed 12 hours of sleep. (laughs) Yep. You get to start start on a sleep cycle where you sleep too much. No, you need it. If you sleep, if you sleep like 10 hours, then you start to get in like this sleep cycle where you're sleeping too much and then you just get, you stay tired. Teenager. And like normally I would, I would want to do something about it, but like what else is there to What's the do? Point? Like, absolutely. I, I might as well sleep 12 hours. That's exactly. what I'm saying. You have to just, you're not infecting anyone. You then. have to just yeah. embrace the fact that, um, that's what's happening. <laughs> you're, just, <laughs> you're just like yeah. taking a nap, a long nap, uh, over and over for the again. next month, at least <laughs> for the for, yeah. for, for if the you next could rip month. Van Winkle this shit, that would be the best. I would pay a million dollars to sleep until this was over, or go into stasis because I bet it would be amazing for your. Skin. That's what Jose yeah. and I wanted stasis. Jose's yeah, like, can maybe. I be in stasis for fifteen days? And that's that's oh. what I always. I'm like, oh, I want to die for fifteen <laughs> yeah. days, and I just, I just <laughs> want to come back later. All I want is to this rest. That is already so triggering for people. I'm so sorry. We're like, there's nothing to do. Healthcare workers are like, please help. Literally us. Like, crying. I just hate it. There's so much sleeping. It's such a weird dichotomy, right? Because there's like so many people in this situation who are dying and like trying to help people and getting sick while trying to help people, and they're just like so overworked. And then there's. The other half of people, they're just not half, but like there's a there's bears. a huge quotient of people who are like going insane. Yeah. Just because they have kids, you know, and they're just like, oh. I know my friend posted a uh, a joke about it the other day on Instagram on her story. And I was like, "Ooh, she's never attacked people without children. <laughs> she's never thrown a joke of like, you know, making fun of people with no children in quarantine being like, eh. Mm. And I'm like, but I have problems. It's hard for me to accept no, honestly, I need to nap. Like, it's been a debate right in my now, head. I don't care how mean you have to be to the rest of us. If you have kids right now, like, just lay it on me. I, I'm, I'll they take need it, my God. Because you fucked up. <laughs> and if I need to help you pay for that, <laughs> you don't fuck up. I'm here. I'm here for you, man. You already oh, fucked I up. I love having babies. <laughs> mm. Oops. God, I feel good about my decision. And right I also now. think, like, what's the, what's the ideal age to be stuck? What's the ideal number of children and age to be stuck with? Zero None? children. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's what I'm saying. Answer. This is my point. <laughs> my point <laughs> is like, you can't be like, oh, at least she's 10, 15 plus out of the 18? house. Yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe like in their teens for sure, because they don't want to be around you anyway. 21. Yeah. I'd be like, so just stay like with sequestered. me. You're 21. Yeah, I guess like a 45 year old kid would be <laughs> ideal. Yeah. I <laughs> know. No, I would way. say, like, I'd rather have an elderly parent here oh. or a grandparent that, to take care of than a child because they just have so much energy. They, yeah. my, my grandma has a lot of energy too. 
Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, my gra- my grandpa has seemingly never had more energy than when we're trying to keep him in the house. So <laughs> suddenly it's like, what's so, up? What's going? What's what's going on out there? Uh, so Mitra, are you in your house with your family? Or are you with roommate? I'm with my roommate. You're with um, roommate. How long? I'm with roommate. Um... <laughs> Congratulations! <laughs> Thank you. Yes, you're I'm... glowing. <laughs> my family is all like. Uh, spread out around the country and then oh, mostly in Iran. Uh, on my, mm. So they're they're all over the place. But and and it, how is Iran? It's hard. Doing it's right hard now? to be like, how's your family doing? Because then you have to report like uh, right. the stats of each city <laughs> yes. and be like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every everyone in my immediate family that I have like a lot of contact with is okay. So super lucky. My uncle was in. There's a story like maybe a month ago about this church in D.C. that where the, the like priest or whatever the the term is um, gave out communion and he was diagnosed oh, with yes, COVID. Oh, yes, I heard that. And my uncle is in that church and was at that service <sighs> and took that communion, but is thankfully okay. But it was this very scary, like, couple of weeks where we were like, you know, I, and I'm not in, like, a ton of contact with my uncle, so it was a lot of me just, like, trying not to be annoying and trying not to freak him out, but being like, so, like, read any good books lately? How are you feeling? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but aggressively asking about books. <laughs> Never a good sign. No. <laughs> Clearly nosy. Clearly just yes. does not give a fuck. Clearly just want to know how he's doing. <laughs> but I... But I don't want it to be like you never contact me and like all of a sudden now you care. So, but it's like yeah. yeah, so transparent. Everybody knows what's going on. Yeah, you could just be like, hey, all of a sudden I care. Yeah, um, about this one thing let's right get this now. Out of the way. <laughs> don't die so that I can never talk to you again. Exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's weird. Fuck yeah. Don't die so that I can never talk to you again. I like ignoring you in peace. Yeah. Knowing you're safe. Like I want it to be a casual choice and I want to continue making that choice for at least yeah. like 30 to 40 more years. So Cause that's what family is. Yeah. Choosing mm. not to engage. I've been more in touch with my mom than ever. And that's not normal for us. She, I made her sign on to this Marco Polo app and. Oh, I did uh, that to my mom too. And then she, and then she signed on and she's like, well, where are you? <laughs> And so I had to start talking to her, and it's been really fun. The, the point of like, Marco Polo is to be like, they don't have time. They'll get back to me at some point. Well, and we are, and we're getting back to each other. And I got to hear the saga of her fucking so, – so my mom lives out in the country in upstate New York, which is not in good shape. And the her age group, like she's in her 60s, and all of her friends are in their 60s and their neighbors – and so she has one friend that she's really close to that's her neighbor that like was like um hanging out with another neighbor who was sick and my mom was like don't do this and the neighbor's like yeah no nobody's gonna hang out it's crazy like we shouldn't and then they just kept doing it and my mom was like holy fuck so now everybody in their neighborhood is quarantined and nobody can see each other because these people are in their 60s and they're just like you know i mean it's fine to have a beer or something like it's just weird like there's this age group of people that just like doesn't want to deal with it i think and they're just they maybe they don't want to like admit that they're old or something i think it's also like my dad's mentality very much was like I've been through plenty like I can handle this and it was like right but like you like 
like suffering in your life doesn't like the disease doesn't know that you, yeah. you had, had a really hard yeah. life. <laughs> <laughs> like experience does not correlate with yeah. this specific thing. It's two different. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. Like the disease doesn't watch Fox News. <laughs> um, that's something somebody smarter than me said. Uh, but I'm glad you guys are all here and safe and uh, glad Brett's here and turned his screen off. Thank God. We didn't um, need it. No, we do need it. We I told Brett it. the last time I did a podcast with him to keep his screen on because I needed some to see somebody laughing. <laughs> <laughs> but I have you guys now. Veronica's no, just um, brightness. Um, I love you, Brett. Don't take anything I say to be. Anyway. Uh, okay, there he is. A thumbs up from Brett. <laughs> All right. We got that thumbs up. He did like a, a sober faced he, thumbs up. From he him. did like a, like a video game appearance, like <laughs> just in and out, Hug. baby. God damn. We all sound so good. I love it. Um, so we watched an episode of Star Trek. Wait. Mm-hmm. So you watch like uh, this is kind of a big episode because Q is a big character in the Star Trek universe. So I was wondering, like uh, watching this episode as your first ever, like. Mm. Uh, mm. Here to four <laughs> Trek's version. Are, well, I took I took some notes. And feeling? one of my one of my first notes was what's a Q? Yeah. <laughs> Um, but then I sort of got it as the episode hey, went, I feel. Hey, Mitra, yes. this is not that kind of show. Take your notes, fucking burn them, because we're doing <laughs> something. I'm just kidding now. I'm really glad you took notes. <laughs> Punished for trying. <laughs> what is it called? Kate? This isn't a podcast for nerds, okay? This is a popular girl podcast. About um, I like that the girl with the blonde hair got to wear a dress in the episode. Um, She wore a unitard, so you're Yeah. Uh, she did get to wear a dress. So... Uh, but I was thinking, so you haven't watched Star Trek before, but you have watched 90s TV, I assume, yeah. because I think the, the like Venn diagram of overlap between any other shows you might have watched is like they have a thing in 90s TV where they're like obsessed with orphans. <laughs> like every show I watched in the 90s was like there was some special episode about like my parents died when I was a baby and I never knew them. And they like it's always some shit with some orphan they're like obsessed with it so that's a huge part of this episode yes i feel like i was just i'm trying to remember i was just watching something where it was like somebody's parents died and then another person pretended that their parents it's just because it's such a prevalent thing i've actually never really i've never like consciously clocked that yeah it's like in the 90s things were going so well for the for like white america that like we just couldn't think of anything worse than like not having parents (laughs) we're just like what if you're in an orphanage (laughs) well also like her being like her parents are dead, but then also she seems to have like a totally fine situation after. So it's like, don't worry, yeah. it's not like too bad for her. <laughs> I know. I kind of want to like interview some orphans and be like, it's not like your whole life. Like, is every orphan on '90s TV? Their main shit is that they just really want to know their birth parents. Yeah, and it's like maybe that's true at a certain age, but like I feel like I've talked to a lot of adopted people who weren't like singularly obsessed with finding their birth parents. Right. Because it also was like, she's a genius and wants to go to college, yeah. but mostly right. it was a focus on was her dead parents, which I guess, you know, fair, whatever, who am I to judge? But <laughs> Oh yeah. But you're here to judge. I am here to judge. And I wanted it's more true. about her college experience. It's true. <laughs> What's dorm life like for Amanda? <laughs> it was so crazy. Like <laughs> having it be like, this person with like who this 
like um, omnipotent person with like amazing powers and like so good at what she does and so well read and so studied and like just for them to be like this mythical creature Amanda Rogers like like every time because everyone else has like the coolest names and then like them talking about like what are we going to do with Amanda where are we going to put Amanda (laughs) I know it's it's really trashy it really like sounds discordant (laughs) to the rest of the show like you're it really sticks out like what what Commander Quiglar please you have to go secure Caitlin (laughs) are there other characters that are there other characters with an Amanda Rogers-esque name on the show a lot of guest stars get but they get like like different racist human names or like um I don't know. Nah. Like, it's always so like cadet. if they're white characters and they're human, they come on and they're always like William Badly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like a classic. <laughs> so, I, I, William Badly is totally a, an ensign William that's Badley. happened <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> I have to stop trying to think of names. Like, I'm that always, good to me. whenever I try to think of a name that's normal, I always like it suddenly turns into like, Oh God, you're under pressure. <laughs> I always forget. It sounded good. Penn Badgley, William Badgley. Yes, that's where. Is that <laughs> like one time? <laughs> one time I was like Paul Blagart, oh. and then somebody was like, "You mean Paul Blart, mall cop?" Like <laughs> today, Ugh. I found out that. Um, the, hold on, I have to find it. Um, because I was like looking at like we were. I was watching a bunch of like pop stars music videos um sorry this and I found out that BB Rexa's real name is Blata Rexa oh yeah I think I read that somewhere wait uh, E-L-E-T-A Rexa Letta. <laughs> I don't know it was just it was, it was that's a, such a Star Trek name it was a curveball for me <laughs> I, I I thought maybe the Rexa part was the fake part <laughs> Right? That's so funny. No, I was just embarrassed about my first name, which is so weird. (laughs) But what is Bleta? Well, it's it's clearly a nonsense word. Somebody replied to me and said that she's Albanian. I have done no research, so... I I can't confirm that this is true, but Ooh, I like that name. Well, in a, like if it's like that, I'm like okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but in, in English, I'm like, what are you doing to your child? What are <laughs> what is this about? Blaterexa. Amanda Rogers should have been named Blaterexa. That's that's exactly. my official take. Because it's Star twenty, Trek. it's twenty four, twenty four or some shit. It's not like yeah, maybe what I'm always justifying it is that like in the future we go through all the strange names and then we come back around to like the Ediths mm-hmm. and then we go back again and then it becomes like everybody all this all the different ethnicities trade names and then maybe it ends up like in seven centuries from now back to back Amanda to Rogers <laughs> yeah and that's like the cool new hip name yeah that's like that generation's like two ten common or yeah. maybe like, that's, that's like well, exactly is- they're like they're Lucretia or something <laughs> yeah this is 400 years in the future so in reality she has like an antique name kind of like mm-hmm. exactly like common names like 400 years ago let's look that up what what was it some Jane Austen name in in say England 400 years ago. in the meantime I'm gonna read the the summary of the episode so we're watching season six episode six <laughs> just googled 400 years ago names <laughs> stupid and something right, will dumb. come up Common. 
So it says, Q once again graces the Enterprise with a visit, claiming that a young intern is aboard. Uh, aboard is really a Q from the Q, which we all know about. But we will explain because um, I think it's going to be better for us. Uh, yeah, I mean, so that you can have like true context on this Q guy. Oh, my God. 400 years ago, the most common women's names in England was... Joan, Elizabeth, Margaret, Anne, Alice, Agnes, Isabel, Catherine, Mary, Jane, and Marguerite. Kind of the same ones. Everything stays exactly. the same. But, the, made, but uh, Elizabeth no is like so but much that's longer. Kind of Margaret exactly what we're is so long. That's what we're saying. 400 years from now, it's like we're. Amanda yeah, is soon. totally it a thing. Works out. It works out. <laughs> Amanda okay, so you know what? I take back what I said. Her name. <laughs> After a quick investigation and a shitty Google search, <laughs> we've concluded the course of history. Is this like uh, the, like the most hard hitting episode that you've had so far? <laughs> yeah, this is it is. It's been really. Oh Jesus, she's really hitting us with these fucking no softballs. <laughs> I gotta get a. Why is she asking about that? <laughs> God, I feel so uncomfortable. I need some, at least drinking water. It's too deep. Can I get some water? Why is it so hot in here? Oh, um. Okay, so Q. Um, all right, so here's the thing. Q is the first character, the f first like uh, Star Trek villain that we ever watched uh, from from in the pilot. Next Generation. From Star Trek The Next Generation. Um, so you've never seen the original series either or anything? No, this is my okay. first like, Anything cool. with Star Trek. Oh my god! How cool. did it feel? Good. Was it kind of nice? It was. <laughs> I had a great time. I I really <laughs> didn't know. I mean, my like because you know, there's there's Star Wars, Star Trek, all that. I I'm so not in. I don't. I haven't watched any of those. So, but I but I at least am like a little more familiar. I and and I know that I knew that they were different things. But um, but like my I have very little engagement with like spaceship anything. So mm. I, but I actually it was like more um it was so campy and fun and i loved how like sort of um like when we went to the like the gazebo or whatever That's like yes. it was just cool to like see that the show kind of seems to do whatever it wants yes. i'm like that's totally. total vibe within, I'm the gazebo a woman. minuscule budget the gazebo well, woman like, is my life so I, that's well, when i'm like, like yes but, uh, yeah, and like the like sort of the like the fantasy elements of, of like like her like making dogs appear and stuff. I, I guess I, it just like totally wasn't what I thought the show was, and it was really fun. Wait, what do you think it was? So, <clears throat> I think I just thought it was more of like a straightforward like they're on a ship and they do battle or something. Or ah yes ah uh, it's much more <laughs> whimsical. So yeah, which a I lot loved. of the next gen. There's a lot of uh, are... diplomacy morals <laughs> and there's a lot of philosophy. philosophy like a lot of the stuff that they deal with on this show are like questions of um like what is the nature of humanity what is the nature of like being moral like so obviously in this episode it's like the moral quandary of omnipotence right is like one of the major themes but then also touching on like global warming and like yeah. women's yeah. choice issues which was really yeah. like but 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 also like as soon as i thought the episode was about something it was like just kidding she's at the gazebo yeah. and like yes yeah <laughs> i thought Huge. for sure this was like a choice episode because yeah. like so much of the beginning was like talking about her right to choose what she does with her life and like that whole conversation with the redhead woman was like a like 
a veiled thing about like like having a baby and like yeah. but I want to do all this stuff even if I have a baby and it, like but you can't like but you can't that's not how it is so figure it out like it's yeah and then th- that's another main like a major theme in this show is like putting huge concepts out there and then just not dealing with them at all <laughs> Yeah, it didn't it's pay incredible. off at all. Just making <laughs> making sure we know that it's a list and they're dealing with it. <laughs> they're just like putting it out yeah. there. Okay, women's issues, yeah. rights. Checking uh, those boxes. Femininity, yeah, like, bye. A full three like really compelling scenes about a woman's right to choose and then absolutely <laughs> nothing else to do with it for the, the remaining <laughs> 25 minutes of the episode. Because Which is good because it turns they... into like it turns into something else where like the main thing is that this thing is, is going to be bigger than her. So w- the the initial like concerns of these humans being like, Oh, you shouldn't talk to her. Yes, you should. No, you can't. No, I can't. It's it's like what overpowers ultimately is the fact that she's like, oh, fuck, I have these powers. Like, what am I going to do with this shit? You know, she's like, has the flip out that I guess we would all kind of have. So it, it yeah. kind of overpowers the other conversations, but they make sure to have them, which is great because it's like. That's where we are at mentally. They also don't really deal with the fact that if she's omnipotent and she could do anything she wants, why can't she make herself not have these powers? Like, or, you know, even the question of like, why would you or would you not do that? They don't even ask that. Like, it's maybe a like you can't ask the genie for more wishes situation. But I don't know. What are Um, the rules of omnipotent? So sit. Very loose. Well, I'm I'm glad that you had like um, these impressions without the context because that to me says like okay, so well, you know, Q is such a big character in the in the Star Trek universe, but ultimately, this the episode stands alone and it poses a question it needs to without you needing to know about Q, which is great. Yeah. Um. So Q, just so you know, it's like an omnipotent race of beings and this one's particularly cute this guy got obsessed with like annoying picard and the crew okay so quick question so the race is q but he is also called q right yeah they call him yeah q. they don't have names they're okay. just like all like a, a q shows up and it's like q. why would they need a name okay and, and it's called like instead of a society or a race it's called a continuum got it so you kind of think that like they can individualize and then they can be absorbed back or something like that. Like they exist in some nebulous space, sort of like Janet from good place or something. Yeah. Okay. Um, that makes Cause, and I, and I guess, so Amanda just has a name because she was born human or was yeah, on, born, born, quote, quote unquote, born, quote unquote, <sighs> already have a headache. <laughs> 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 um, so the first thing that happens is they do the, like the, cold open we learn that they're like delivering vaccines and like ionizers to the air of this like fucked up planet where they messed up their air and they're all dumb and shitty and they can't breathe they all have asthma i wrote down a quote because it was like it was so crazy to hear them say like how like but just because it was like it's so now too it's mm-hmm. shocking that they go to such lengths to clear the air instead of regulating emissions that cause the problem and it was so like yeah um oh how sad that that now we it's the exact same conversation (laughs) yeah and like and if people from the epa are watching this now they're like but can i get some of those ionizers like they still don't get it right uh there's uh so 
they're delivering these like drugs or whatever. And they also have this honor student, Amanda Rogers, um, board the ship because she got an internship on the <laughs> Enterprise, which is the first time I think we've ever seen an internship. It's the first time. It's not it's like the first time that, intern. It's not okay, like they usually are. Was, season six. That was another can, question for me. It's like, yeah. are there often interns this is, or are they just like it's not, running out of ideas? Military, like, oh, it's this is a military. <laughs> the flagship yeah. of this interplanetary it like military yeah it's not the fucking white house institution like, <laughs> they're the flagship and then this woman's like <laughs> wearing this little pink <laughs> this little pink like like i wish somebody at wharf had been like i've never heard of an internship program <laughs> <laughs> like just bring it I just up i didn't understand why she didn't have a uniform also what what kind of internship yeah it is a military program Hi everybody, Tim Heidecker here with huge news. We have a terrific episode of Office Hours Live prepared for you. We had the great stand-up comedian Kyle Kinane come in and a very special in-studio music session from legendary Emdu Mokhtar. You're not going to want to miss this one. You can find it on your podcast app of choice by going to Sears or Macy's and getting an iPod and then coming home, charging it up and listening through your app. It makes no sense. But it was also amazing it's to have strange. them like explain like we're going to give you an interdisciplinary experience so that because because it's like it is like they really were like the writers were clearly like we're going to make it like this is a real internship guys like yeah <laughs> yeah I know because like that's like I actually when think I, that like yeah go ahead. Well, like when I would intern that was like the spiel that we got in the beginning is like you're going to like spend a couple days in each department every week so you really get like a full fledged experience of what it's like to work on a show like just seeing that they took the time. <laughs> I wonder if this episode was like came. Yeah, it would be great to like, watch. It was written around the time that internships became a thing. It must like, in reality, because I think it's so it does cleave so closely to like the idea of what an internship is supposed to be. Yeah, it was so strange. <laughs> it was, she's like, yeah, I'm just like really good at studying and like I don't know what I want to do. And they're like, well, guess what? We're going to give you all of it. That's the so. whole point of an internship, babe. And it was so just like like. <laughs> so real office culture <laughs> yeah it was amazing it's horrible so that, it, that happens sometimes in the enterprise they have like full fucking office culture <laughs> suddenly you're so like the, but it's why why is this so the, why are there's magic there's, the first clip i pulled okay. is of um a scene where she's seeing her quarters for the first time <laughs> and it's extremely a porn i just it's like a porn pornographic oh my god it's so like, delicious it sounds exactly like the beginning of a porn I, the, epi- the whole episode was very horny i know i her. like it or yeah she was she was like i am so i swear I, yeah. I identify with her <laughs> is this for me it's all yours why doesn't she have a uniform porn so big <laughs> porn porn only the best <laughs> porn like every sentence well it's so big i do what? Just what this kind of porn? Three dogs isn't that many, is it? It depends how they get along. Yeah. Uh, Could have had a dozen. <laughs> Mother said enough is enough. If Riker saw and me like that, we're in like. Sure, <laughs> miss him. We'll keep you so busy you won't have a chance to. I've got to get going. Oh my god. <laughs> well, excuse me. For a 
Walking me down. Sure. It's also like half oh, Tennessee Williams play. Yeah, yeah. Yes, they're slow like that, which is like the the kind of pace yeah, and the things that they respond to each other are so funny to me. They're always like so like reminiscent of like glass menagerie or something like her like <laughs> looking off being like i could have brought my zoo like three dogs isn't that many right you'll still it's you'll true. still marry me right <laughs> it's true <laughs> you turn around and riker's wearing a wife beater <laughs> it's like you know i can't stay right I gotta go to cargo bay too they need me down there too it's like what <laughs> The other weird thing about this scene that I noticed is that, like, I don't know why this bothered me, but when she got down on the ground with all the puppies and it, like, did separate shots of each cluster of puppies, none of them were looking at the camera. They were all, like, like, buried. They were blobs. Blobs of dogs. they didn't pay them for, like, their faces or something. It was was a scam of a shot. We got scammed. (laughs) Like, can we get the puppies? It's like very easy to get puppies to look at stuff. I thought. I don't know. Maybe not. At least one. You would think. No, those those were dumb. They're just like they're maybe they're a dumb kind of puppy. I don't know. Like, but they're also maybe too young to be like. They they look a little young, you know. Like this was prior to when puppies there is like a standard. There's a half a face. (laughs) How old they could be to work? Also, she could have. Yeah. There you go. And then it's like she's not bothered at all by like what happens to them. Yeah, where she's like, get out of here. Where is she sending them? Go where? Yeah. Also, like, why couldn't she kiss them for the rest of the night and then return them? Well, also because then she'd get attached and she basically has to make them stop existing. Well, and it's like they spend 45 minutes explaining that it's like an interdisciplinary internship, but can't spend one second letting us know that the puppies are going to be okay. (laughs) I know. All those like the internship introduction. It was too long compared to one of the disciplines you're going to learn is how to disappear puppies. Yeah. She couldn't and just be like, and now I send you back to the happy home from whence you came. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys are going to have to go. Maybe she, those. Uh, the other thing was like, are those her dogs? <laughs> yeah, She said she had three. Like, who are they? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Why didn't they just bring her dogs there? I don't get it. Like, oh, I really miss my cats. I'm not when I say I miss my cats, I'm not asking for 12 random other cats. <laughs> well, I also yeah, thought that order like, was it was wrong. <laughs> As someone who's never seen Star Trek, I did think this was going to be an episode about her hiding her puppies, <laughs> which I would have loved to. I mean, that would have been so cute and not a waste of <laughs> no anyone's right. time. Like, <laughs> no, this is totally what I'm here for. This is that would have been one of the greatest episodes. There's so time. many just episodes keep getting loose. Their episodes are such a waste that, frankly, this could easily fit in like season four. You know, like somewhere. imagine Picard like on the bridge, like trying to conduct some business. And then all of a sudden there's a puppy in his lap and he's like, what is this? It would be so great. Oh, no, it. my puppy. And then, yeah, everyone's just kind of giggly and unable to be serious again, you know? <laughs> Everyone so, just um, gets a therapy <laughs> Yay. So a bunch of uh oh and Worf. Oh, he'd be so great with puppies. But so the other like so finally they figure out that she's Q because something crazy happens where there's like a containment breach on the ship right in front of her and she stops it with her hands. <laughs> 
<laughs> and also she stops a big a trunk from falling on Riker. That's another thing that happens. Which I'm like, why does it have to be Riker? It's like she should she wouldn't have stopped it if it was some rando. Um it just was weird because it's like you think about stuff like that happening on the ship, this super organized, like militarized spaceship, where it's like, and also just put these boxes wherever up in this balcony. I also <laughs> love like the staging of that because he was basically just texting when the box. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we. This shows ahead of its time. This is what you look at when you look at someone across a room. They're just like, it's like I honestly I've been dating this guy, but like all he does is stare at his tricorder whenever we're out. We go to ten forward. It's his tricorder. We're in bed. He's looking at his tricorder. I'm like, what readings are you monitoring, sir? It's cute. Um, it's cute. You're just kind of like stalking someone on their on their you know little phone. So there's. There's a scene while while they're in the um the not the ready room the conference room trying to figure so wait, out what to I, do before we go she's like before we go to that one yeah, I'm ahead. like um it's funny because like this is an episode based on some guest star so and then another guest star so it's weird um because they all have to say something during the episodes so right, she lands right. in the in engineering so that Jordy and Data can have like a moment. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, also, that's where she stops the containment breach. Yeah, I also thought that Q was just, like, a part of the ship. And he, right. now I understand that he is not in every episode. But it was, I, I kind of just thought that he was a character that, like, existed in, like, he he just, like, is in every episode sort of, like, making trouble. <laughs> How often is he in the show? <laughs> that's like a, He's in a the show, show for, like, like 10 twice, years old. Once or twice a season. Oh. He, He's been, like, he wears, like and times. it's even more confusing because he wears a uniform now when he comes on board. Right. Because he, like, really wanted a uniform early on. Like, he was like, I want to look like you guys. So he, like, <laughs> made himself a uniform. The, he, wow. you, you, if you see, like, the pilot is a, a two-parter, but you, for, first of yeah. all, you see how young they all look, and that's Q's first appearance. So that's when they decipher exactly who who he is, like why he's there, and he's kind of obsessed with Picard. He's always trying to prove that human logic is like shitty, and Picard is always like the most elevated human ever. So he's always he's just like a right? contrarian fucking asshole. Yeah, I, I love. He's that. basically the. I know like what else going to say. He's a representation of like the male fandom of this show. <laughs> He's like a Picard super fan. He's just super arrogant. He true every like every every time I tweet anything, there is someone like him responding to me. <laughs> just uh, like, I wish it was actually cute. <laughs> actually, if it were just a character from a show, it'd be great. Cute. <laughs> He's like uh, mon frère. Actually. <laughs> He's, so, so, okay, he's such a go good actor. He had rep. he had such a good moments. Like Picard and him had like amazing line the deliveries at certain points. You'll see. Yeah. It was like I think it's in the scene actually. The cause of the warp breach. No, sir. Everything was normal and then suddenly it's like the laws of physics went right out the window. And why shouldn't they? They're so inconvenient. <laughs> <laughs> Mon Capitan, are you responsible for this incident in engineering? Of course. I needed to find out if what I suspected about the girl were true. That being that she's Q. Amanda's a Q? <laughs> Amanda? Her parents, her biological parents, were human. Well, not exactly. How do you say that line like they with had a straight face? Human form. In order to preserve, <laughs> I suppose, for, for amusement. 
but in vulgar human fashion, they proceeded to conceive a child. And then, like <laughs> the way... humans, they became attached to it. What is it about these squirming little infants that you find so appealing? I'm sure that's beyond your comprehension. A lot of people who have kids right now are like, so. I don't what know. What happened to Amanda's parents? <laughs> they died in an accident. None of us knew whether she had inherited the capacities of the cube, but recently they've begun to emerge, and uh, as an expert in humanity, I was sent to investigate. You? LOL. An expert in humanity. Not a very challenging field of study, I grant you. Are you saying Shade. you created a core breach just to test this girl? Uh-huh. What would have happened if she couldn't stop it? Then I would have known she wasn't a Q. And now that you know, what do you intend to do? Instruct her. If this child does not learn how to control her power, she may accidentally destroy herself. Or all of you. Or perhaps your entire galaxy. I find it hard to believe that you're here to do us a favor. You're quite right. He's I so wouldn't. good. Mm -hmm. But there are those in the continuum who have an over-exaggerated sense of responsibility. They think that we need to take precautions to keep the little deer from running amok. And once you've taught her, then you'll go away? And leave her here? Of course not. She'll come back to the continuum where she belongs. Wait a minute. You, you can't just come in here and take her away from everything she's ever known. <laughs> I assure you, I can. <laughs> she has plans He's for so herself. Good. She wants to have a career and a family. I'm rescuing <laughs> her from that miserable existence. That miserable existence is all she's known for the last 18 years. That's like you have no right to take her away from it. Mongabita, I really think that we need to speak privately. Kidnap. So, like, well, we can pause that. Okay, we can stop. So the this is this like stood out to me because. She was like, she wants a baby. <laughs> like, well, no, she like that was really weird that Beverly said, like, she wants to go to college. She wants a career and a family. Yeah. Because at this point, like, I don't think she said she wanted a family. Like, why did you infer that from no. anything that she'd said? Yeah, I, I I don't think that had come up at any point. I feel like the only thing about a family <laughs> that had been expressed was that she would like to uh, that that her parents are dead. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. came up. That came up real quick, and then nothing else said of what she said about her family aspirations. I'm looking forward nothing. to being a mother, most of all. Yeah. <laughs> that's Nobody why I'm doing this that. internship way far into space. Like, <laughs> yeah, I wish somebody had like ch piped in. Like, did she say she wanted a family? That's weird. It didn't seem like a family. That would have been Jordy. Jordy would have been like, did she really? Um, I think so. Yeah. Also, Deanna Troy, uh, amazing hairdo. Is that like, girly girl? Yeah. Yeah. She's so good. Girl. Oh my god, that is like my dream dream hair. It's Perfect dream hair. hair. I know every time, every single time she has. So here's my, my problem with this episode. And this is like, um, uh, well, I'll explain it to you, but basically Troy is, uh, an empath. So she can, she knows what people are feeling and she can, she can sense her powers, frankly, are, are crazy because they change depending on the episode, but she can <laughs> feel people. And she's like the ship's counselor. Uh, and oftentimes when they're like surveying a planet and they're like, no life signs detected, she'll be like, someone's there. I can feel them. And then they have to go investigate. But sometimes she's not on the ship when there's like a liar, you know, around. <laughs> so it's like <laughs> they take her out of episodes like that. Uh, but they, and they truly failed to use her like all, the, the entire like her powers and and what she could do. 
and the role she plays even because uh in this case crusher is the one who's like befriending this girl because they're of their medical goals or whatever and it's nice to see crusher on that but if i suddenly was discovering that i was a q i would have like she was having a breakdown in the lab <laughs> she was like yeah. i just saw my parents uh and i think that's where troy could have been used like exactly it's so like, weird there's no Rather than like forcing like a love story yeah. with old men for the eighteen year old intern. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. what I'm saying. Like rather than <laughs> so strange. I mean, don't get me wrong. I am her, and I love those fantasies. And I was like, this is <laughs> yummy. But also, yeah. And Riker is like so not having it. He's like, I don't. He doesn't go for the like nubile. He did do a good job. He's like Riker's whole shit is like he loves he loves like a witchy woman in her <laughs> he like f- mid forties. It was such a bizarre detour, like that, like Q being like you're interested in him, right? Like it, it mm-hmm. all was everyone and every like shot of her, even with um Jean Luc, uh, like sitting nice. on the couch, uh, like everything just felt like at any given point someone was going to fuck her. <laughs> I know. I know. Because the way I feel like it's like 90s acting, like it's like porn today. And like just where they were set, like just being like, yes, you got we're going to do this one on a couch. And the like, yeah, Yeah. it's going to be pink in the room and everyone's speaking (laughs) hushed tones. (laughs) Like if someone is long tense pauses, like a meditation about like imagining my parents like right here in my ears, I'd be like, you have to sit on the other side of the room. You need to let me focus <laughs> on this shit. You are on my shit. Like, literally, he was just right here. I was like, no. <laughs> I think that's just like 90s language uh, of uh, the lack of the respect. And uh, mm-hmm. and just like... The way you figure out that this isn't going to be a Troy episode is because her hair is her own hair. Like normally when Troy is on the episode for more than one or two scenes, she has the giant hairpiece in that like makes her have like 14 times as much hair as any human. <laughs> and in this scene, I really don't think she has that hairpiece or at least she has much less because like if you're only coming in for one day, you're like, please don't make me wear the fucking heavy ass hair thing. <laughs> and also, so everyone did- had amazing lipsticks and they, they gave her like a weird one. And I'm like, who yeah. hates her today? Because they had extra time with her in the trailer. Because they're like, oh, my God, you're not in until four. We have plenty of time. Fuck around with lipstick. <laughs> I feel like uh, like imagining like it's very funny to imagine like the shooting schedule and like the day to day of this. I know. And just like how <laughs> pissed know. up because like there was like one guy with like full alien makeup. But then everyone yeah. else just looking like themselves is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, when we had Neil Casey on, he like oh, wouldn't stop talking about that. Like when when there was he had an, a very Picard light episode and it was like it was like Patrick Stewart came in and he's like, and now he's going to Palm Springs. That's it. He's done. <laughs> he's on his way. He's in a fucking private jet. Like, it's really he's a, illuminating. He's ready. Now he is wrapped. <laughs> spiners, spiners in a Jaguar by 3 p.m. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, like, now she figures out the Q is her daddy or whatever. <laughs> and she is, like, majorly conflicted because she doesn't know if she wants to, like, continue to go into college, which, like, I get, you know. It's so funny, like, um, that, that um, oh, sorry, that um scene with Crusher that, where she's, like, Trying like she's talking about all her goals. No, 
And I'm like, that's kind of like the quarantine. Like, Crusher's like, she has goals. She has things to do. And Q is like... Write the COVID. <laughs> no more. Write the COVID. No more. It's going to change forever now. Um, well, she can wash her hands 40 every time she does anything. Wait, I so... wanted to, to mention something. Oh, yeah. I know. Okay. I don't know what it is. They discovered that her parents were killed by a tornado in Kansas. Oh, yeah. I pulled a clip about that yeah. because it's so weird. It's so like, okay, weird. I think that's the next clip I have, Brett. There's just, it's, like, so much backstory about someone who, like, seemingly is gone from the show after this. <laughs> yeah, I know. And it doesn't... Records indicate that they died in Topeka, Kansas. Their home was destroyed during a tornado. What? Tornado? <laughs> I wasn't it dissipated by the weather modification that? Unknown, sir. The bodies were discovered in the rubble after the storm had passed. See if you can find out any more details, Mr. Data. I'd like to know more about that storm. Aye, sir. Really weird that they just peppered in a Wizard of Oz thing. And then Why? we come back to the tornado. It was just so strange. It was really like, it's because, you know, having seen none before and none after, I could still feel like, I think she's going to be gone after this. And it, so it was really just being like solving the mystery of a murder in the span of this episode and a love story and abortion and global warming and the like, the moral quandary of omnipotence and what the responsible thing to do would be is like, it's so much packed into 45 minutes. It's so minutes. much. It's like now it's almost the episode like the moral is over. quandary of being a writer for this show. <laughs> you can do anything you want and maybe you should exercise some restraint. <laughs> Not in this episode. 18 puppies, a fantasy sequence, and she's off. The she gazebo. Dis- she disappears. <laughs> and she's out. she's out. She's out of there forever. She's out. So I love it. I love it too. I like that they also they had like in season six the confidence to kind of go like that with like a, with a guest star, a young it, woman too. It's <laughs> so weird that like, but it's so weird that Picard never mentions the fact that like you'd think because Picard is always bringing up like how much he has read about like you know in Western literature, so he's like he would know that that to be a. a a tornado in Kansas is a Wizard of Oz reference. And he would be like, that's weird. If someone knows it, like, why? No, Data might know it. Yeah, It's just strange. It's like, oh, yeah, they were buried under their house. I like the, <laughs> That's exactly what happened to Dorothy. It's strange. I like the weather controller thing. I was like, ooh. Yeah, the weather dissipation. Map. Yeah, what is this? I like that. <laughs> Can you get a fucking menstruation dissipation net? I guess you can. <laughs> I hope I the women on, a, the, on board have it. They definitely do. They have a, a, it's just the pill. It's like, oh, you could just take it all the time. You don't have to stop. <laughs> that, um, how about that, like, gazebo fantasy? I mean, I'm sorry. I know we touch, touch, touched on it. Like, first of all. I pulled it. Don't worry. I pulled the clip. They don't, it's, it's uh, like, they, wait, before we pull it, like, she just suddenly sees them across the restaurant and it's like, I know. I know. It's so and then she jarring. Goes like this, kidnaps him, and fully dresses him, like in 
a t- like a top hat. He yeah, looks like not so well. Good. Like, <laughs> I know because it's like at what, whenever I'm like fantasizing about a guy, like the last, like what I'll do is if I'm like I shouldn't be looking at that guy, I'll imagine him in a top hat, and that helps me to like not lust after him. <laughs> like that's one of the accessories that like is a big turnoff for me, and apparently not for Amanda Rogers. Amanda prefers it, so you know Amanda loves it. Amanda loves a man in a top hat. A tall, not like a, like the full tall top <laughs> and What is that dress and why the gazebo? And like, when oh, did she think of all waist. of this? And, and like, they land there and it's a second after the previous second. So literally he knows exactly what you're up to. It's not, it's yeah, no different. He doesn't go like, what the fuck? It's no different than showing up naked in his like, shit. Yeah, but I feel like Riker gets kidnapped into people's like fantasies like once a week. And he's just like, well, here we are. Is he like sort of the horny guy on yeah. the ship? Uh, Ian nailed it. But he's also like, <laughs> he has fallen in love with like a genderless alien. Like he's had his like. Cool okay, but adventures. like you really bring that up a lot. But like that's one. Because I'm time like that's my kind of, of man. Fully I'm gendered. like fully queer. <laughs> fully queer is what I what I prefer. Queer icon. <laughs> Yes. I wouldn't call him a queer icon. I mean, okay. here's the thing. I'm going to say whatever I want because <laughs> I've got one episode. No, I think Veronica wants him to be a queer icon, but I think he's I not. I was trying to make everyone bisexual. Is, is my is my goal. He's more smarmy. He'll just, he basically fucks anything. And also the lady But he's respectful was, and good at it. He is respectful and, and good and at it. And he's good and, at fucking, I guess. He yeah, he can experience. definitely lay some pipe. Yeah, he has experience. <laughs> He knows what he's doing. Like the, well, he's always down. He went to an old women's uh, matriarch planet, and they were like, "Wear these little clothes, you little man." And he was like, "Sure." <laughs> yeah. He was definitely but, into yeah. it. He was like, "They make that all the men wear tiny loincloths," and he was like, "And be subservient." Like, and he was like, "This is the gotta best. do what I gotta do." yeah he's cool he's like look it's part of your culture what am i gonna be like fucking disrespectful but yeah he's down to to fuck everywhere all the time but this time he was like for like somebody who's barely legal yeah he's He's like you know what no interns (laughs) somebody is paying attention to the news in the 90s that's the one line is that you cannot fucking intern even even that yeah this was the clinton administration he was like reading the news he's like i can't fucking do this i know my limits he holds a news pet like a newspaper to camera he's like haven't you heard about monica Lewinsky?" he's like amanda nice try satan not today (laughs) <laughs> Amanda Rogers, nice try. And then she re- she takes the thing off her name tag, and it's Monica Lewinsky. Monica Lewinsky. <laughs> she takes off her hair, and there's a red beret underneath. Um, okay, so here's the clip of her in the restaurant, and then later in the gazebo. Um, won't you join us? I'd love to, but I have other plans. So how are your lessons going? Is Q being patient with you? Amanda. <laughs> what is this all about? Oh my God, what is that ascot? I it might be nice to spend some time alone together. I think it would be nice if you took us back to 10 forward. Are you sure? 
You wouldn't want to stay here with me for a while. I ordered a steak. The moonlight is so beautiful. Isn't it nicer here than at 10 forward? Yes, it's very pleasant. But that's not the point. Oh. I think it is. No. Like, you've never touched him before. You can't snatch people and put them into your fantasies. If a guy did that to me, I'd punch him. Don't you like me? Even just a little bit? He's so good at rejection. You're a very lovely young lady. Yeah, but I'm hungry. But none of this like... is real. My feelings are real. I know. But you can't make someone love you. She dressed herself and she made Can that I? belt happen. I know, it's such a bad dress. So bad. Nothing about it is horny. It's more like I'm even littler than I am. Do you love me? Those little kisses, that's what I want. Get this hair out of the yum, way. Yum, Why yum. is there so much weird tendrils? I know. Like, kissing on the tendril, it like makes me sick. <laughs> You're right. I'm like, kiss <laughs> me on the tendril. <laughs> kiss me on the tendril. <laughs> I thought it would be romantic. But it's empty. Amanda. But with Just that go belt. Back to ten forward. She developed her own hand movement for doing stuff. And Q never does that, like, hand movement. I like that she developed her own, like, like, sort of gestural, like, <laughs> cross my hands. <laughs> like a weird butterfly symbol or something like that. Me too. That's I, a bad dress. You're right. It's a really, like, to want a horny, like, she seemed to really want to hook up <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and it's not it's certainly not a horny place and it's no no one's wearing horny clothes it's a lot <laughs> and everyone's wearing a lot of clothes that's very hard to get out of I feel like gazebos are kind of horny in a way like maybe a secluded gazebo know. but not even a bench in the gazebo you're fucking on the floor of a gazebo it's a floor it's a floor <laughs> yeah it's an empty real. ass gazebo I don't know <laughs> yeah why didn't she conjure a bedroom or something <laughs> Or maybe at least a fainting couch. It's Something. like, oh, I I weirdly could only conjure what this show had a budget for at this time. <laughs> Strange. Whatever was outside where we were shooting. <laughs> I thought it was unlimited. Uh, this is uh, so she's like, uh sorry. She can only conjure the days of our lives set. <laughs> that they had available. So We've got half an hour on the days of our lives set in these two like old folksy outfits. Oh. She can right only conjure. Well, what are they doing on days? Gazebo and um curls. They're just like Oh man. So, uh this is uh they're actually mirroring the time where Q tempted Riker with her, with like the Q, the powers of the Q. And oh, I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, he made a bunch of things happen, and then people realize, like, whoa, this is what you wanted. Um, so they're mirroring that episode, hide and cue. They gave Riker power, and then he kind of became a little crazy. Yeah, he was, he did, That's like, he gave everyone something oh, yeah. they wanted, and it was like too much. It was like mm -hmm. a lot. Um, <laughs> so That's much. really interesting because I think one of the more 
I think a, a, a more considered place to go with this sort of philosophical question of like the dilemma of omnipotence is like Picard is always harping on like, if you're omnipotent, you should just like solve people's problems. And Q is like, you're so stupid. Why would we do that? And he never really explains this. Q doesn't. But I kind of think he's right. If you just solve problems for everybody, that's not really... You're creating more problems like, for then, someone else. But, well, no, you're you're like, you're creating like a utopia where conflict doesn't exist, which sort of will bore people and they will turn to their own devices. Like, there's this theory... I don't know if it's also Buddhist or like that, like that if, if people like that, we're all in like a, in a dream of like, we've all died and we got all of our dreams came true. And then we were like, well, I don't want like all my dreams to come true because it's kind of boring. And so we were like, let's make the simulation a little bit more troubling and hard to deal with. And then we were like, you know what, let's just make it really difficult. <laughs> so like this, we like, it, like, like the human experience, the consciousness like keeps instilling its own suffering. So I don't know. I just think it's interesting to imagine like if if you had powers like this and they existed and they and there were gods that could just solve problems at will, like why why wouldn't they? Well, there's maybe some reasons why they wouldn't, but they never really go into that. Mm -hmm. You know. Well, then you get yes. too many puppies. That's what happens. So many huge topics in one episode. And it like it could have been, I feel like, a really beautiful exploration of that had they not had like 18 <laughs> different subplots. And like, yeah, like met like like slightly removed metaphorical conversations that are like so clear about like what the thing they're talking about. They're, is. they're experts at that. Right. They're experts at that shit. They're like, <laughs> take this friend of mine. That's exactly like me. And then they, <laughs> they don't, they don't do that. They like, they always end up just like throwing a bunch of stuff at a problem. It's like, if they have a big philosophical problem, they don't have the like, intellectual curiosity or wherewithal or probably time to deal with it. So they just are like, and then puppies <laughs> and gazebo and Troy's hair. Also, like they're just the, the writers. It's like always an exquisite corpse where it feels like it's been just passed around with like you try solving. Sometimes this. they yeah, do. They know. do like of the biggest episodes of I think uh, or like the fan favorites, the top 10, the top 15, whatever. It's like big yeah. theses on like one topic explored like very specifically but yeah, like I was curious if like like this is sort of representative of the whole show or if this episode is like particularly kooky no it's a kooky it's, I mean it, it's like midway, midway. I would say like that, it's, yeah sorry yeah it's 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 nice it has a it's feel. like a nice yeah like there uh, there's so much about this episode that is like pretty ridiculous and uh kind of like slapped together but no episode i feel like even the big top 10 episodes still have elements of that they they're still a little bit of a mess i mean i, like I the, found like, it really charming like i i, yeah, I really liked it that it was like yeah oh whoa what like and that's yeah. i believe in choice. like why the they also had like that's why the girls can't leave it alone <laughs> they would do like uh seven seasons 26 episodes one hour so it was like long seasons and i think they yeah. just let like people think for like a week and <laughs> they'd be like here's seven yeah. topics 
think. Mean, oh my god, I was looking at like because I was like, how like how much is there? And yes, yeah, seven. 26 45 minute long episodes it's like yeah deranged I can't imagine yeah. like starting the season as a writer's room and being like okay so we've got um 26 of these let's go right. <laughs> and they have to be separate episodes they can't be strung together like now we would do a serialized show where it's like okay we'll just drop just this plot line for four episodes and it, we'll bring it back when we have time to deal with it but now it's like every episode has to be its own I mean, in this show, every episode has to be its own bottle and oh. be summed up by the end of it. So there are themes that like, like things that happen to Picard or other characters that come back, but it's not like no episode you would have had to see other episodes. But really. it's still a relationship. Like you do build like, yeah. you know, sure. like Riker is only going to get sassier in the next episodes. And that's, and it's because there's like a... We know him. We know him at this point. We know the shortcuts he uses the way he right. is. So they can they start using shortcuts for certain things that are like big, but you've been watching the mm -hmm. the show, so it's like, oh, because Picard is traumatized about this, or like, oh, because this guy. They I have love something. your relationship to Riker. <laughs> it's it's I'm like, complex. Yeah, it's intense. Yeah. <laughs> Very charged. It's a big, that's a big theme of this show, the podcast. <laughs> I like Riker and Troy. Like, if I could be a person, I'd be Riker. But if I would do a profession, it would probably be Troy. Mm -hmm. It's incredible how much you... Yeah, that's so true. It's true. I would be Data. <laughs> you would be Data, Data and Data didn't figure much into this episode because he... The android. Yeah, he didn't have much that's to do. The and Data is the best. Like, he's such a good character. He's so interesting. And he he's really strong. He can do anything. Like, he can, like, lift whole cars up and stuff. But he's, like, he does it so casually. He's just, like... He just wants oh. to be a human. And it's mm, so hot. So I, I have a I have a little fun fact, and it's that Dr. Beverly Crusher debuts a new hairstyle here. I don't know if you notice; it's like kind of straight. The wings. Yeah. So she's like, um, she keeps this for the rest of the series. Gone is the long curly wig, replaced by actress it was a Gates wig? McFadden owns straight, shorter hair. Yeah. So this is the first time since the first season where she I'm has shocked. worn she hasn't worn a hairpiece. And um, you can't do this to me. And that's <laughs> now we use her natural hair for the rest of the show. She's like, oh, she I'm must done. have been so relieved. I, I feel Wings for her. Like I'm like, yes, worst. Gates, you did it halfway through season six. Fuck. Yeah, you got you got out of like that. It, that's like two hours earlier. Uh, call like call time. If I had to wear wigs all the time, I would shave my head. Just fucking yeah. headache is what it is. I had to it's be. An itchy hat. I've I've like big hair, and I had to wear a bald cap uh, for Deborah's, and it was like you did this to yourself. Oh, I did. I did. I wrote this choice, um, <laughs> so it is my fault. But I had never done it before, so I was like, it's fine. And it is. It was so like because they have to like smash your hair down so yeah. hard, and it was like you were really close up on the bald cap, so it really needed to be convincing. But I was also like doing like stunts in the bald cap, so no. I was like all day trying like not to move but also doing cartwheels <laughs> and like oh my god no. so bad and you have to take tylenol like you have to take yeah you do right before the feeling the headache is crazy of taking that cap off my head was Oof. like Ugh. better than any nut i've ever had it was so good <laughs> <laughs> it, it also gets bad for a moment it kind of like pulsates scarily and then you're like wait and then it gets good <laughs> 
Your hair so is hard. like, ah, 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 and then it's it stops freaking out like, oh, I'm okay. Finally, oh, man. I can breathe. It feels good. I know. I get an immediate headache. To think about. So Just thinking about it. I know. I'm wearing these crazy headphones. Good for Gates McFadden. I feel good to take them off. Yeah, that's that's wonderful for her. <laughs> Go live your life. <laughs> and also, this is the last episode where Q sees the rest of the uh, the crew. From here on out, he only sees Picard. Just, uh, just oh, like a, oh, a few a more episodes left. Yeah, I know. But we're getting to the end of the show soon. Soon. Oh my god, that's so fucking crazy. I know. Well, are you gonna watch more episodes, Mitra? Um, I was really thinking. Don't you lie to us. I'm actually. <laughs> so here's the thing: if it were normal life, <laughs> probably no. But th- right now, there's nothing mm. else going on in my world, so I probably well, will be watching. And you're welcome back anytime because I think if you watch this one and now you watch, you'll have more context. It'll be great. I think I if loved, you like go ahead. I, I what I loved about it is that like what I struggle with sometimes with like sci-fi and fantasy is like there's so much world building where like I feel like yeah. it's it's homework and I get very frustrated. Um and and it turns me off. But with something like this, like I so appreciated that like we were just in a conference room talking about an intern. Yep. Like <laughs> yeah. Almost the office. Can, yeah. Almost access. the office. <laughs> Yeah. And season six is great. Like well, f- season five has some bangers for sure. They all and do. Season six is like so. Season one, good. they're baby, baby everything. You can see like, yeah. you can see the some like alien costumes are like gigantic and convoluted. And you're like, no, why? Why? <laughs> and the plot episode, is so bad sometimes. You should watch The Inner Light. That's the episode you should watch next. Well, you can, you can Google what episodes to watch too. Like, because like, Everybody, that's a big like that's a big fan favorite, and it's also really interesting the way they deal and do not deal with the central philosophical question. Also, it's called inner light. Yeah, the inner yeah, light. Okay. And then also, if you watch the pilot right now, um, you're gonna see the such a big difference between all of their looks. You're gonna be like, what? And then also, Q shows up there for the first time. But also, in, well, it, it's it, easy now because you, you've already seen. Maybe Q. skip the pilot though, because big. Couldn't she watch Encounter at Farpoint, which well, that's, is far hornier? That's a, that's a pilot. No, Encounter at Farpoint is the second episode. No, that's a uh, pilot and part two. Now we're in a fight. No. <laughs> nope. I know I'm right. So we couldn't be. The tension. Okay, so which? TNG, uh, <laughs> TNG pilot. So Encounter at Farpoint is the pilot. Pa- part one and two, yeah. But Oh, I'm thinking of the one after it then. Oh, the, where they but in, go the yeah, I know where they all get drunk. When they have sex, but here's the thing: with Encounter of Farpoint, uh, they explain <laughs> each person, each like crew member, and like how they get on the ship. Um, okay. but in second episode, well, saying, they have like horny. There's it's the na- horny. it's called the Naked Now, and it's <gasps> soups horny. Okay, that's great because I love it. Like horny in space to me is. Primo, yeah. primo that's, television. That's what I'm talking about <laughs> all the time. Like I was like the gazebo in space. I was like, yeah, let's, let's see where this goes. It's yeah, it, it's some and data has sex, so you'll start to understand where my uh, attraction comes from. Yeah, you might develop your own crush. Oh, wow, tell us all about it. Quarantine crush. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, Veronica, are you on the apps? Uh, is this an attack? What's happening? <laughs> I'm just wondering, are you doing any quarantine snooping around? Yeah, I am. Um, snooping. 
Yes. I don't know what it's called. The kids call it these days. Scrolling. Uh, tapping. Double oh, tapping. Scrolling. It's crazy. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm in the apps. I mean, the social meets. Social yeah, I'm just been Instagramming a storm. Like every time I'm cooking, <laughs> there's no real life anymore. So it's crazy. Um, and on Twitter, I've been tweeting. Do you do you notice, Alice? I've been, actually, you notice? I've been not. <laughs> I've been not tweeting. I've been not tweeting. I like don't. Like I realized when I, show, like, I disappear from Twitter and then show up and like retweet. Like I'll everything. yeah, I disappeared recently because I'm like, if I'm not on Twitter, like I can't make anything funny. Like if I'm like off for too many days in a row, I can't. Like I, I the other day I was composing a tweet and I was like, what's the right word that makes this the most funny? And I'm like, it, it, when you're at that point and you're like trying to figure out the right word or whatever, you're like, oh, the energy's gone. It's not going to be funny. No, that's me. So that's just, me like, all the leave. time. Stick with it. You'll Ugh. find the word. No, but like, I, yeah, it's better to like, I think it's better to like dive fully in. And right now I'm just not there. I'm, I guess it's because I blame the bunny. Let it go. It's okay. <laughs> you can take a break from tweets. Um, so what about I'm you? I'm sure my boyfriend would want me to. The other day he's like, we're driving and I'm like composing a tweet and he's driving <laughs> the car, looking over my shoulder, like looking at the tweet I'm composing. Why? And he's like, what are you, you're rage tweeting? And I'm oh like, maybe don't look at my tweet I'm composing because you're like driving and also like he's like oh you're tweeting it out for people to see and i'm like yeah but they don't watch me compose it it's a very vulnerable place and also my boyfriend's on twitter and he won't tell me <laughs> he won't tell me his handle so i can't see him that's amazing oh my god that's pretty Whoa. amazing they've been together two and a half years that's pretty amazing like, i, I know <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I respect I respect Garrett for that. I'm sorry. And I respect him for overlooking over your shoulder because that's what I do. <laughs> that's all I do. I'm just like, no, but oh I need God. to learn boundaries that are not like. If there's a family. phone in front of me, I'm looking at it. Yeah. I'm like, but even when you're driving. Hey, man, what are you writing? Um, no, I'm, I'm too scared to do that while I'm driving. But yeah, that's th- a lot. That, that's the difference. But but like if there's a screen next to me, of course, I'm going to look and see. You can't, you have to hide your own stuff. It's not my responsibility. Yeah, true. That's what I mean. It's out there. You did that. Mm. Um, my eyes are Touché. here. <laughs> Touche, to be honest. But, um, but also, he should look at the road. I love that you're like when a he, gremlin who's like, well, you're composing. You're just like. I know. And of course, I didn't so tweet vulnerable. it. I just like put it away. It's like sometimes I just I'll just compose something to be like, is this a thought? And then like leave it, you know, because but that's like a place that I go on my own, not like to be looked at <laughs> with by judgment, some fucking like too. He is rage and tweeting. He is so judgmental. He's such a judgmental person. <laughs> like it's like such a part of who he is as a dude, and it's just like. Oh my god! I'm just now spilling all my relationship secrets in this <laughs> podcast, which he doesn't listen to, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> I didn't even like associate being judgy with like being a dude, but I can totally see that. Well, just imagine that co- combination of of characteristics: able to drive while looking at a phone, <laughs> and God forbid anyone ever criticize because it's, he, of course, can. Like he never gets in accidents. He's completely his whole family is super healthy and wonderful, and they're like sweet to each other. They all love each other, but not in a cheesy way. In a way that like is really infectious. But you're saying a bunch of good things with like a tone that sounds really bad. <laughs> exactly. That's what it's like. It's like that. And then he's judgmental of me, but he's fucking right, and it. Pisses me right, off. he has all the. <laughs> he has a solid base. 
That's yeah. He has like the the tools. <laughs> he totally has the tools. I understand you're right. Every time I'm like, you have a problem with this, and you need to change it and work on it. He'll go. I can see that. Fuck. That's something I. Can you're work like, but on. I'm fighting. I'm like, God damn it! <laughs> yeah, I'm like, it will challenge me. Me <laughs> uh. <laughs> me at the fucking gazebo. <laughs> I yeah, I always have more, more uh, strength to make an argument than a lot of my people. I know. I know. Are let it ready to let me use. Well, by the time I get to the point where I'm having an argument, I'm like, so I've been, it's been like days of me like psyching myself up. So then by the time I get there, if I'm there and it doesn't happen, I'm like, but like, oh, man. I'm here. I did it. <laughs> like, fight me. I, I was brave. People are like, um, you're oh, not. Okay, I yeah. See that. <laughs> yeah. You and I but, would be, I think, maybe in good in a relationship because I'm like the exact opposite. <laughs> I'm so confrontational. Like it's not even a, like I'm immediately like what what the fuck? Like so Well yeah, the thing, Alice the will thing that I first love about asked later. Sorry. Well the thing that I, the thing that is nice about that is like that you you it's over after that. Like or for, for like with a lot of people like that in my life, like they'll snap and then we talk about it and then it's done. Whereas for me it's like right. it'll fester for a week and then I'll be mm -hmm. like, So you're probably wondering why I've been absolutely horrible to be around for the last eight days like <laughs> here's why it's actually something so yeah. small <laughs> and aren't you my stepdad is kind of like aren't that you mad he that they it didn't also. figure it out yeah yeah i'm like oh like you like interesting you haven't asked me why i've been so horrible and i must tell you <laughs> My stepdad has another thing too where he's sort of like that. Like he's very reserved, but then he also has a problem with <laughs> like he gets really Jekyll and Hyde aggro if he doesn't eat. And so oh, like hanger. he's Maybe. like a very reserved, very like reasonable person who's always kind of like there to be the diplomat, except if he doesn't eat. And then all of a sudden he's like, yeah, like <laughs> so scary all of a sudden and he's like well maybe if you weren't such an entire bitch like it's just like or like oh and we just like throw a banana at him and he's fine it's like that snickers commercial it's so funny that's funny i i uh, don't like when people get uh like that when they're hungry unless i yeah, i know scary. yeah i like i learned to deal with people like that by always having food on me <laughs> exactly you just, just always... throw some cashews and like back away yeah just let them do chewing. That's a whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's a whole mood. Um, and this show has been a mood. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Mitra, I wanted to ask you. Um, you're so. Are you. So you're doing stuff with uh, your urgent care workers. Do what? You mentioned something about doing. You have a setup for like doing stuff with urgent care. Oh, I, I do a podcast called Urgent Care, which is. Oh my god! I was like, oh I'm god. like, <laughs> I'm like, your podcast. I totally know not it. the person you described. Care. She's a well, different this is person. A great plug, but I'm like, fucking. I'm like, oh my god! She's like reaching out to people who nope. work in urgent care right now. That's nope. so cool. How does she do it? And I wanted to like nope. know the like hospital no. Zoom meeting coordinate. I'm just a go. I'm a GoFundMe giver, and that's about it. Alice, <laughs> Alice, almost like played like a sad music to be like. 
Mitra. Listen. Before you Mitra, go. Um, I know that you're you a total say something to the healthcare workers. Hero. <laughs> like, no, no. I simply have a podcast. <laughs> I do. Okay, so but I was listening to the radio the other day. Oh my god. Hero listens to radio. And there was something about people like some like some hospital worker was talking, um, you know, complaining about like you know, how shitty it is that like generally a lot of what they're doing is like crying all day, you know, because they have to gen- they have to like they get it, you know, it's been real. Yo. People that are just not going to make it. And they said so the person said like something we've been doing is like making each other laugh because it really relieves a lot of stress and helps us because we've been la- like crying so fucking much. So it's like, oh, my God, we're comedians. Finally, <laughs> like a way for us to help. But how can we get to you? No, they have to do <laughs> so- internal jokes. That's all. In my head, I'm like, Mitra, no. Oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> but what a funny place to leave it. <laughs> exactly. So, but if you are a healthcare worker, please listen to Mitra's podcast because it's funny either way. It's going to be good for you. <laughs> Your podcast is with Joel Kim. Mm-hmm. Joel Kim Booster. He's been on the show, amazing. wonderful yeah. person and friend of mine at the gym. Um, oh, yeah, right. I remember that. <laughs> Suspicious? <laughs> okay. Oh, right. The anecdotes. <laughs> Let me write it down. Columbo? <laughs> Sounds fucking fake to me. <laughs> You're interviewing me on, like, L.A. Law. Right. Um, so listen Wait. to Mitra's podcast. And Mitra, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at tweet, R-A-J-O-U-H-A-R-I. So it's Tweetra Johari or watch the, and or watch Three Busy Debras on Adult Swim. And it's on Sundays so at midnight. It's been so uh, pleasurable and horny to have you here. <laughs> the feeling is so <laughs> mutual. <laughs> I'm, I'm so happy we finally got to have you. You're the best. And we cannot wait to have you back. Thank you. Thanks for introducing me. And I truly am going to watch the epi- episodes that you told me to watch. Oh man, homework is is it's the pressure's on. It, I mean, get your keeping me alive for like another the day. One, the one pressure that you <laughs> casually <laughs> have right now. <laughs> get those reports to our desk on Monday. <laughs> Deal. How does that feel? Really good. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you for being here. All right, bye, bye, guys, bye, Veronica, bye, Alice, bye, Mitra, bye, Brad. Forever. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcast.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook. Pew, pew, pew.